0: Real life, real conversations, motivational, fitness, self defense, weight loss, live from the Great One Eight. This is Real Talk with Mark Cox.
1: All right, good morning. And good evening to you. So it's a good morning out here. It's nine o'clock in the morning out here and in, in Bangladesh. It's 10 p.m. So we welcome Riyadh to the show beyond the mat. Now you can see he's got a great smile and he got a nice white shirt on. It's a little bit dark. Uh, his power went out, but the show goes on. He's got it on his phone and we're going to have a great time for this hour. Uh, right before the show, the power goes out. It's always something like that, but. We'll make things uh, work just like we do. I want to welcome you to be on the mat. I look forward to having your story, Riyadh. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna read a little bit about your bio that you sent to me, and then I'm gonna turn it over to you to go ahead and introduce yourself and add anything you'd like. So here we go. It says Riyadh began his profession in 2016 and has since assisted in the success of over 200 organizations in various aspects. His career began with a job that paid him $80 a month. From there, he progressed to working with multiple six and seven figure businesses worldwide. He believes that having the right mindset played a vital role in his journey. Riyadh holds a bachelor's degree and is currently pursuing a master's degree in business administration. His company, Skyrocket Coach, primarily works with coaches and consultants, and his primary aim is to assist 100 coaches annually in establishing a coaching empire by eliminating time-consuming tasks and setting up process that (laughs) generates revenue automatically Twenty-four-seven, and we welcome you to the show, Riyadh. How are you doing tonight?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm really great, and I was excited to be here. And thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be here with you. And uh, my power gone, so uh, I, I. I was really prepared with good lights, and my microphone over there, <laughs> there and everything Well, and,
1: and during the show, if it comes back on, we'll. We'll, we'll, we'll pop it on and, and see how you do. Yeah. It looks like you've got, uh, you, it looks like you've got people already coming on saying, uh, you know, we've got a lot of people already on the show. So obviously you've got some people in your corner that are here to, to support you. So it's going to be great. You, the, anybody's allowed to drop comments here if, if they have questions for you. So it's, it's, we're looking forward to getting right into your, your life story. So we've never got to meet, but we've just kind of, you know, through, uh, through social media we've got to kind of introduce each other on through the media and then get you on the show. I'm always excited yeah. about doing international podcast. You know, I've done several of these and believe it or not, my international podcasts have more uh, listens and, and downloads than, than the States. It's, it's always been amazing to me. So I, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. So Riyadh, go ahead. If you've got something you'd like to add over your bio, go ahead and, and, uh, go ahead and add a little bit that you have that you're looking forward to today as we talk about.
2: Yeah, so on, on that bio, I, I had uh, I had it clear that what my goal is and uh, where I started my career, but I, I just only uh, want to add that uh, being a, a country boy, a village boy, a small uh, village boy, I I, I really, really have to struggle with my mindset and i had i always had wrong directions from uh, people around me and you know they are how they are and it was a big challenge for me to to find myself who am i and uh, working towards my goal so uh, i want to thank myself and around, uh, i want to thank everyone around me who is supporting me and uh, who is constantly providing me feedbacks and uh, encouragement and everything. So I want to start by thanking them.
1: It, it, it's good. So you said you, you're coming from a small town, right? You, yeah. you, you lived in a small town. So you're saying that you had problems with, you know, getting wrong advice and stuff. So why don't you give me a little bit of let's – let's get the listeners to understand where you come from. When you say small town or a small village – let, let's w- what is a common day out there like and how do you and do people go to college is, is education important to them how how is all that how's that all that work
2: yeah so there are differences between education and right education so uh, people people here in in where I grew up the um, the normal life is um, there are like at most fifty uh, less than fifty thousand people, or i I would say twenty thousand people uh, in the area. and uh, being a small village, we uh, people people goes to uh, school and college as students, but the 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 primary uh, earning sources are farming. so. Most of the people are farmers, and they're doing uh, small businesses and uh, shops. So that's that's where I grew up.
1: Well, oh, did we freeze there, Riyadh?
2: I think that's the place that needs more attention towards uh, building a good mindset, like. I, I was shy to ask a question in my classes because uh, other students would laugh at me. Bec- and uh, I was ha- I always had that fear inside me that uh, if, if I ask a stupid question or a dumb question, they will laugh at me. So that, that, that was a fear that stopped me to asking questions and clar- clarifying the question that I have to my teachers. and. Um, so this is just a one point of uh, doing so. One point of saying that, uh, how we we had uh, we had fixed mindset or, or negative mindsets.
0: Also, on the other hand,
2: uh, like
1: right, we got a little bit of freezing again, folks. Sorry about that. Not that
2: ever about. Yeah. They think if you go to school and complete your study, you, you, you will end up being, uh, having a job or you will end up having uh, at least someone to provide for the family. But getting to school and getting proper knowledge, building yourself from inside what, what was something that that is lack lacking here in, in, in my area. So when
1: when you went ahead and um, when you're telling when you're talking about you're doing schooling,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, did you see? Is education something that's important to people, or in a small farming town, is it you get educated enough so that you can get to working with the family? Is that how that no, is uh, in a small town?
2: No. Yeah, no. Uh, they, they, they want us to get higher education, of course. So it's not that uh, little education that I need to help my family. They want us to get higher education, but you know, in order to get higher education, you need to build yourself from the beginning, from the childhood. So we had the less building ed- elements at the childhood and we struggle when we go to the higher education.
1: Ah, uh, so you struggle with when you get, get into higher education. I get it. Now you went your college that you've gone to. Now, so what made you, what made you not be part of the mold? What made you want to have a mindset that, you know, I want more for this than just what I can do? Have you always felt that as a child, or as it continually build through your adolescent t- uh, times? You know, what what made that come about?
2: Yes, yeah, so it's, it's the same if you go to the primary school, if you go to the high school and colleges, the, the scenario is almost the same. So, you know, uh, I, I really did not have that better bonding with my teachers. There are some students who like to memorize their uh, their, their courses, their books, and they perform good in, in, in their class and in, the, in their exams. Some of them, have good good relationship with their with their teachers because they are good students because they can memorize things but what i believe is memorizing things should not be taught in school analyzing things should be uh, should should be taught in school and that uh, that we are not getting that that education that we need to analyze things to uh, instantly solve a situation we are just uh, they made me read things, memorize things, write things in the exam paper, and they they uh, like give us a result based on how good we memorized and and wrote things on paper. but they they, they, they have less concern about how we built from inside.
1: Uh, got, okay, I understand what you're saying there. So in your in your opinion, Do you feel that you've always had this this uh, desire to be a little bit more than what people would think? How did you come to a point that says, listen, I want to I want to coach says I was like this. see I didn't go to I went to a little bit of college. But I've always had kind of an entrepreneur's mindset. I didn't really want to uh, work the nine to five. I did that. I hated it. And I just knew that I wanted to do something better. With my with myself, I felt I have more to give, and it's obvious, Riyadh. I don't, you know. Obviously, you speak uh, multiple languages, and English is that something that's always taught, or what is that? Is how, do, how yeah. is that something that's part of your guys's education?
2: Yeah, it is. It is a part of my uh, education system and. Uh, like that—that that is a great education uh, addition to our system. Otherwise, you know, it was not that easy to like, connect with with you today with the world.
1: Mm-hmm. So, English was something is is important that that you learned. Now, did you do that as a small child? Did they start teaching that to you
2: in school? Yeah. So, uh, we uh, they uh, who do that would do that as a small child, like in 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 the. In the kindergarten or nursery level they start teaching the alphabets a b c d but you know uh unless you you get uh, specific courses specific education on english like if if you don't go to a, a, a english meeting school you won't be that good at english
1: got it okay so there's specialty schools for english then also yeah correct and that and you feel that the english is kind of connects you to a bigger a, a bigger arena for you to pull from
2: is, yeah, is what course. that is right got it. Uh, even, got it even i i posted an announcement about this live on my profile and somebody commented hey i in my language hey i i i can't understand my clients sometimes so i say hmm or yes i just pass by with, with these words so how do i uh, get better on this So you see, these are the problems. Like we, I started my career as a freelancer. Now I'm an entrepreneur, I have a team, I have a company that I can call. But I started as a solopreneur myself. And in Bangladesh, there are like uh, six, uh, there are like less than a million people. 600,000 people are doing the same thing, freelancing, working uh, working with clients uh, worldwide. And whenever I saw, whenever I look at them, the biggest issue I got is their communication in English. They, they are great designers, but when they need to connect with their clients, that is the thing they fear more. So as I said that um, in from the very beginning, we, we had that fixed mindset, like you are not good at English, you are not good at math. So that fear inside us, so like if we have at least conversational English skills, we can we can communicate with our clients. I don't say I, I, I speak perfect English, but still I'm working with people. So the fear, I know enough English to keep up my communication, but the fear inside me that I'm not good at English, the mediocrity, this killed us. This is uh, pulling us from the behind to uh, grow our business.
1: I, I agree. I agree with that. So you know, I I personally have a virtual uh, assistant who lives in the Philippines. So and okay. she and, and and she's a great design. She's the one that did all the uh,
2: yeah, know, all the
1: podcast covers and stuff. And then I wanted to thank you. I thought that no one's brought it to my attention before is why isn't your face on there with us? And I don't know why I just didn't, I've just never thought about it to be honest with you. You know, usually the show, you know, is about the guest and, and what, what you bring into the table. And so I talked to her last night and I said, this is a great, uh, you know, this was a great feedback from one of my guests. And I think she's going to change that now from now on because of that comment that you gave me. So I want to say thank you for that. That was, that was helpful. Not- you know what I mean? Really helpful. Thank you. So I know the importance of having, uh, you know, a virtual assistance. See, in, in the state, in, in America, having an employee is a lot. There's insurances that have to be in play. There's taxes that have to be. I mean, it's really difficult, especially in California for having um, uh, employees. So the virtual assistant worked out so well for me because it, it it took all the red tape out. And then I was able to just to pay her. And then, you know, the dollar, you know, what we pay, we save money and they still make a good a living because of where they live, because of the exchange of money is so is so great. Yeah. So I think that the virtual thing is is definitely. And, and that's what she told me, too. It's opened up. She speaks. She speaks really good English also. And so it's easy to communicate with her, you know, everything, every once in a while, things get lost because, you know, English isn't the easiest language in the world to, to, yeah,
0: you true. know,
1: you know, if there's so many stupid rules and I before E and then some, some words, it's I don't know. We look at it and shake our head half the time in our language too. So it's not on, on, on how they've come up with these words half the time anyway. So let's now let's fast forward now it says in there that you started at $80 a month. What were you doing making $80 a month? And what does $80 a month look like in Bangladesh? Cuz $80 a month here, $80 here, it only fills up a gas tank one day.
2: Well uh let's let let me let me tell the start with what $80 a month did for me. So I was on myself paying my rent and food and Every month at the end of the month, I had to borrow money from my friends. So That's just me, not my family. It's just me. So in in a city, a capital city, my uh, capital city, Dhaka. In a city like Dhaka, staying there, paying for your foods, your, uh, like, every day, your TIDA, like, where you were going, you were paying rents. So it was really hard at that time. It, I, I'm, I'm talking about eight years before. At that time, it was not that easy to make a living for that uh, $80 a month. It's, it's now worse than that time. So yeah, I, I don't say it was a great living, but I, I was just, passing my days because I, I I did not know what I should do else. And uh, I did not have a vision. And uh, in that job, what, uh, what I did, that's interesting. That's kind of interesting story because uh, in that job, I, I, my, my background, educational background is in accounting. Okay. And on that job, I had to do things that, uh, a person with science background would do like i was going to different factories government factories and i was measuring the environment there so how much light is there so that the workers in the factory don't get eye problem how much noise is there so it's better for them how much carbon dioxide the boiler machine is passing so it, it it's not affecting the environment. So I was testing those, number one. Number two, I got back to office with those tests and I prepared that result. And the the worst scenario is I had to make those reports and signature as a chief chemist. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah. So yeah. this was
2: not, uh, this was not uh, something that I I, I liked and uh, i did not see a future in that so that's one part of the job I, st- I i i had other other duties as well i i used to cook for the company for us i used to uh, like do all the computer works so that's that's when i got to know about freelancing that i can work from home with people uh, uh, people from uh, different countries so I I I had to do a lot of things. The the company bought a car. I got I, I got the duty to find out what is the best car in uh, in lowest price possible. So this everything like a peon from a cook to a chief chemist to collecting payments and depositing money on the bank, everything I was doing, everything on that job. And that was like as I said, for uh, twelve to sixteen hours a day
1: and and getting paid that money so it was you're still having to borrow money doing a 12 to 16 hour day and so is that what made you say hey listen there i have something better and what made it go how did you come up with or is this what you always wanted to do is the coaching how did that come about
2: so um I, I left that job because as i said i did not see a future in that job like I'm, i am i am from a accounting a math uh, accounting background person and uh, if i do the work as chief chemist what will happen with, to me after 10 years i i i will i'll have no identity so that made me to left the job and uh, What was the question
1: again? Sorry. So when you let, what made you decide when you left that job, did you, did you go right into entrepreneur or did you get another job? What, what, what what were you
2: doing?
1: And how did your mindset, how did your mindset change to get
2: what you wanted? Um, When I left that job, I took the ultimate risk because I did not know how the next days are going to be for me. And, uh, I I came back to the city where I am at this moment and uh, then I got a job in a local news and uh, that job was paying me around $30 per month. It was a part-time job and uh, yeah, they hired me like I need to work three to four, two to three hours a day. And uh, then I ended up working five to six hours a day because the the senior who, who was top of me was uh, absent most of the times because he had other businesses, other jobs. So I had to take care of, of those things, his things as well. So I, I, um, I got back, got that part-time job and, um, then I, I learned about a free course, uh, uh, a course that I, I can, I can uh, attend, enroll, but I don't have to pay anything because that was provided by the, the government of our country. And uh, I, I, at that point, I did not know that I'm going to earn money through that, but I, I was always keen to learning things. I, I, I always wanted to learn new things so i said myself why i don't give me a chance to learn uh, a new skill and they were offering three skills graphic design web development and digital marketing so from my previous computer experience i knew photoshop a little bit so that hit me the why, why, why don't i learn photoshop more and from that point i got into the graphic design course and i became a graphic designer i being a graphic designer was not my uh, like i don't i did not want to earn money through that i just wanted uh, to learn graphic design and when i learned graphic design and i saw there there's a market i i got my first gig for a hundred and nine dollar so it's more than the job was paying me for a month. I just got one job, one T-shirt design job for $109. So I I instantly knew that this is what I, is calling me. At, at the same time, the bosses from that uh, company were uh, like, at some point they are good bosses, but not great bosses. And I uh, there are some other issues that I, I had to face. Like as I said. Being an accountant person, I had to do some things that I should not be doing. So, for that kind of reason, I was um, done with the boss things. The the someone is top on my head. I, I I wanted freedom, and this right. gave me freedom. I I right. can work with anybody. I can do anything that I I like, and nobody is on top of me saying you you can do this. So. The, that two things, I got good money, I got freedom. That two things actually brought me here. And working as a graphic designer, I passed like uh, three years, I was working as a graphic designer, and at, at a point I met with a coach or I would say a therapist, a psychologist, um, and his, he was teaching people how to get rid of your anxiety, your stress, and uh, and uh, your negative thoughts. So I, I, I designed his all training materials. As a graphic designer, I designed all the PDFs, class one, class two, class three, and that way I read everything because I had to design the copies. And from that, I learned stress management, anxiety management, and uh, that is when I got to know that there is an industry exists called coaching industry, and that's how I, I, I uh, like. And and that that client was really nice, really really nice. So uh, then I do my study. I did my study and found out that. Coaching industry is really great industry. People are uh, like most of the coaches are had previous experience. Executives like forty plus, fifty plus ages, and uh, they are really cool guys. So I, I I saw that this should be my ideal client avatar. So that's when I got into coaching industry. So I so
1: you're so it went from. You became you. You took a course. So let me let me understand this, right? You took a course to help you with graphic design, and then yeah. the graphic design took you to a level of okay. I've got a little bit of financial freedom, and I've got my time. And so you've yeah. taken your time back, and then you you got some coaching yourself, is what you did, correct? To kind of help you, and then you've decided that this is something that I can. This, that I can identify with this is something that can work for me and in, in, in a condensed version of what what you're just talking about so yes. it's your did, did you do you go after clients did you when you first had your first client in a coach as you being their coach you go after people that are already coaching is that correct this is what you do so people yeah. that have coaching clients are you trying to help take them to their next level is that what you're doing
2: yeah, that was not my first goal at the beginning because I wanted to learn their pain points and I wanted to learn what they are lacking exactly in, in their journey. So I worked as their virtual assistant, their personal assistant. I worked as their graphic designer as their web developer for, for different coaches. And then I, I uh, came with an idea that the most the biggest problem they face is the marketing part they have their coaching they have they know how to help people through their coaching but not all of them are good marketers they, they uh, at the same time in this digital marketing uh, arena digital marketing generation you need to be technology uh, lover in order to get your marketing things going, so that is where I found my good spot. That that is where I can help them.
1: So, did your is, is your clients mostly out of country? Did most you go find percent. people there out of country? Where where is your most clients from? USA, Europe, USA. Yes.
2: So I can Sweden. say Arizona. Arizona, Utah, There, uh, I, I have most of my clients from these two states.
1: Oh, that's interesting. It's interesting. So you started what you're saying is you started kind of like as a virtual assistant, just like we spoke about, and then you in, into coaching. Now, I, I'm going to tell you, you're right about one thing, R- Riyadh, and this is even true in what I do, right? Even when I do my martial arts training or people have, have schools, There's a lot of great instructors, but boy, they're terrible at marketing themselves. Okay. I've seen, we see that in probably almost all industries and I was no different in my beginnings. I, I was good at teaching, but man, I didn't really understand, uh, you know, how to market or how to even run a business properly. Right. I was just taking risk and then getting after it. And of course, back when I started, I've been, I've had my business for close to 40 years now, but. You know, back when I started, there was um, there really wasn't Internet. There wasn't digital marketing. Right. Marketing was different. Yellow pages, uh, pizza boxes, uh, flyers, that kind of thing. Right. Getting yourself out there, getting your getting your in into the community and stuff like that. That's that's what we did. And I really didn't understand uh, a lot of of that. And as a matter of fact, I'll be honest here. I looked into a help a coach for digital marketing. But he didn't, you know, he was from India also, uh, and he was from India, but he didn't, we didn't really, we didn't really get good results from it, right? And I just don't know enough about it, to be honest with you. I, you know, there's companies out there that really charge money now to take kind of take over your marketing uh, for you. Now, when you're telling, on these, on your clients now, are you on the marketing side? Do you have a team that does marketing for them? And what does your coaching do? How does how does your company work? Because you say you have different facets of your company now, and you have employees. Is that correct? Yes.
2: So what do, so, you, what uh, do you
1: do now exactly?
2: So uh, I don't consider myself as a coach, but when it comes to digital marketing, you know, there there are, there are different things in marketing that I so that I can teach my clients, okay? Like uh, on a funnel, let's say a sales funnel, there are three parts of a sales funnel, the top of the funnel, the middle of the funnel, and the bottom of the funnel. So a coach just started their coaching business. They did not, or they don't really know a lot about how a funnel works. So that's that comes first. I, I let them know, I enlightened them that this is how you should have a funnel so that you are not a complete stranger to your customers because because people don't like to buy from strangers. So the funnel will work automatically to make you a familiar face to your potential clients. So I, I explained the whole process. If you say this is coaching and then this is it is coaching or if you say it's a sales call like uh, to get the sale because i give them the knowledge and i sell the implementation like the funnel building the funnel in that case i need to get help from a graphic designer from my team to do all the designs for them i need to get a web developer for them to do all the uh, website landing page opt-in pages squeeze pages for them and then when all the things are ready, like your branding is ready, your funnel is ready, people can go from the top and it's automatically bringing them to the bottom. When this is ready, I need to get my Facebook ad expert who is in the team to run the ads campaign for them. So this is how my company do. And uh, there are video editors because in online coaching industry uh, there is a huge demand of videos and uh, when you have um, like when you have a class when you have a lesson you can do two things you can do daily live lessons and you can have pre recorded classes like 50% of the education in the pre recorded classes and you do a weekly one or two group call to explain what they learned and answer their specific questions. So in that pre-recorded courses, there are demand of video editing. At the same time, if you want to make sure that those people are actually watching the pre-recorded courses and then asking questions in your live class, you need to do some magic in there as well. You need to, you need to, uh, design those courses and some Q and A or use a quizzes to pass each test to go to the next level, and that way you can make sure they watched all those videos before they asking you random questions.
1: The, very, uh, that's very very unique yes. on what so, you're talking about. So
2: all those settings we do automatic automatically for them, so th- this helps them to save a lot, a lot of time. And it's not just the marketing, it's the entire setup of the marketing. So when we do the entire setup of the marketing, we understand the business better than just a marketer would do. If you have a marketer, let's say uh, uh, an expert, they will run the ads for you, but they will not know what the rest of the funnel, how the rest of the funnels are working. He would say hi i have a free lead magnet right let's promote it okay he will do the set uh, the facebook ads and promote the lead magnet like the free pdf for you but what happened what happened when somebody sharing if somebody don't take the all responsibility. It's hard from for them to understand how the process works. So that might be one of the reasons that your previous marketer did not work well. I'm not sure, but
1: interesting that the yeah, that's that's in, yeah interesting on on what you're talking about there. i I very intrigued on on how that how the whole process works. So what you're saying is you have a team now. So you go into the coach and say, Hey, we, we, you know, you're working on branding, you're working on sales and you're working on what you, then that's what you're talking about. When your, your course is working 20, you know, their course is working 24 seven, right? Yes. So people can, you know, they're going through a sales funnel like that. It's, it's to- totally uh, interesting on how you, um, how you have that, have that uniqueness about you. Now, do you teach other coaches how to do what you're doing? Is that what is that something else you're doing? Are you just looking for new clients? Uh, yeah, no.
2: I, I do not teach other people marketing at this level of my business. That, that, that will come later. At this point, I just want to build enough portfolio. I just want to help enough businesses so that later this will become my um what would i would say i i'll get enough testimonials from people that say uh Riyad did Riyad's company did an amazing job like you don't get 100 percent testimonial from your clients if you work with 10 clients not the 10 clients will give you enough uh, give you recommend addition or give you testimonials so my point at this is working with as many clients as possible. like down the road after five years, maybe I'll be teaching people how to do the marketing. I'll, I'll be teaching to get people in my team at this moment, but not in a full scale.
1: Not in full scale. So what is your ideal client? Yeah. So do you go? How do you go market yourself now? Is it by word of mouth? How long have you been doing this? How many years you've been doing it?
2: yeah um I I've been doing it from three years, but uh, the skyrocket coach company formed two years ago.
1: so this this is a two year ago uh, thought idea.
2: yeah,
1: and're we're, we're gonna get into the mindset of that here in just a minute, right? because um, it says here that your aim is to assist 100 coaches annually in establishing a coaching empire by eliminating time consuming tasks. Setting up the process that generates revenue twenty four seven. So you're trying to take a coach. You know, if you if you have this coach, let okay, let's 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 like build me. Let's let's say it's me, right? I say, hey, I want to yeah. do the coaching. Maybe okay, maybe I want to help coach people on how to do podcast, right? And I want to yeah. do I want to build a podcasting coaching on how to get people to start this. Right, so would I be this kind of client that would come to you and say, Riyadh, I kind of want to do this coaching. I want to have people understand how to start. Not that the podcast has to be the number one in the world, but podcasting itself can come around to your, you know, uh, your specific niche, who you're trying to, and then be the who you're trying to attract, and you're going to be the expert and podcasting just happens to do that. You know what I mean? Like, let's say the podcasting is, uh, maybe my podcasting, I have another podcast that says beyond the podcast and in coaching you how to start your own podcast. Now, would I be a client that can come to you and say, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Can you help me set up funnels and how to market to help other people do, do beginning podcasting. And then I guess, you would help us with that right you would say you can have some pre-recorded stuff and then you have live is that is that what i'm understanding is that how that all works
2: yeah that that uh i don't know you if you noticed or not when you said that if i want to teach how to do podcast i smiled because i already worked with another client and he's doing the same thing and his same thing. Podcast, yeah his podcast is already. Uh, like he, he got a a, a big fo- big following but the process is the same you have your course ready you have the lessons for people that will help people to change their lives if you have the like courses it's our responsibility to make it on the market
1: i got you got it interesting so do you, are you getting, how are you marketing yourself?
2: Yeah. Because I,
1: like, I think, I think you reached out to me that I think, I don't know. Where did we, where did we meet? Are you in uh, connected yeah. leaders? Where do yeah. we meet? How do we meet?
2: Well, I, I was adding, uh, I was building a warm audience. I was connecting with people. I, I, I have 1.8 thousand people that connected with me. From worldwide, I have two Facebook accounts. One that I has only I have only people from Bangladesh, only Bangladeshi audience. And the secondary account, which is became my primary account now, I have 100, 1,800 people that are from the US and other countries. So to build that audience, I I was I was getting into different groups and I was connecting uh, with thought leaders and. Uh, Finally, I got my electricity back. Oh, oh well,
1: yeah. you, got, you are now lighted. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that is how in their industry, who is the thought leaders are. So my Facebook profile is now loaded with leaders and coaches.
1: That's how we did it, because I, you know, I, I and you know, I take a chance on some, some. You know, when I read through the stuff, I said this is. You know, I'm about that. I'm about, you know, I took risk myself doing what I do and not being college educated. Not that I feel that you need to have a college education. If you're going to do one, you need to go after it in a, in a way that's going to help you in life. Yeah. But I, I didn't do that. I stepped out myself and I said, hey, I'm going to build this. Uh, you know, you've got quite a few people here that are saying hi to you here. Abdul says Hi. Uh I'm not sure is that I'm not sure how to pronounce that name. No, you Oh, uh, that's your wife? <laughs> yes. Ah, that's good. Good. Well, we'll welcome her to the show too. So yeah. I, I, so I was you know I'm So how you started connecting, I think that's how we did it because I took risk too. So when you said, we talked about a mindset a little bit when you started the show. Did you have the yeah. mindset? Uh, what what changed in your mindset? And do you use how you changed your mindset to help your, your clients? Like, hey, you here's the mindset you're going to have to have. T- tell us how that just changed in your mind, how, how to go to the next level.
2: Okay, so I I was not, as a as manager, i was not really clear about the concept of mindset i did not even know that we can have multiple types of mindsets <clears throat> i learned that as I, as i as i go but what i had what i had in me is i was always looking for the future i was not only in the in the present so when i was looking for the future i took action based on that okay so my mindset was should i be doing this job for 80 dollars a month to keep daily life going or should i do something else to get a better future i was not aware about that at that moment but later when i read about mindset when i read different books i got to know that this is how i came in this is how my mindset works. I still have defined books. Uh, this is a book that is not based on mindset, but this is based on sales funnel and um, and marketing. But this kind of books help me a lot to actually identify my mindset first. And then if you say, if I help my clients or if I talk to my clients about mindset, yes, I do. Because most of, I don't say most, but some of our clients have that mindset that as this is their business, they need to do all the works. They need to be the the face everywhere. And I help my client understand that your marketing, the entire marketing process can work without you. You don't have to put your time there. Instead, if you put your time more on marketing, uh, more on educating people in your list and more on creating content that will that will make you an uh, authority in your marketplaces, in, in your area. And you can accomplish so many things by just delegating some boring tasks. So this is a mindset shift that I help my clients to do because I did the same and i find out that they do the same i at the beginning i wanted to do everything for my business i want to do the graphic design the logo design the logo you are saying here i designed this i designed the logo i i uh, i wanted to do the website by myself and i i wanted to do everything but that is not how a business works if you have a team and you can delegate your task that means you are buying time and i help my clients to understand that
1: how many clients do you t- currently have now in the states?
2: At this at this moment I have four clients and I'm t- only taking two clients per month not more than that because I don't have that uh, capacity. I see
1: I see. so so you kind of concentrate on your on so you know those are your when when you take on clients um, you're you you have a concentrated effort and a team on that on those clients. Now is once everything's set up, Riyadh? Do is there a do, do? you just do maintenance for them, or how does that work? Or once everything's set and they're kind of going, where yeah. where do you fit into that?
2: It needs maintenance, like like uh, like in in when you you are in the marketing space, you know there are different kind of offers. There are Black Friday, Cyber Mondays, holiday sales, and there are different kind of sales, and you. need to use every opportunity to get clients in you need to provide like 20% off for the black friday sale so this some of this can be done beforehand like at the beginning of the year you fixed how how the campaigns will go for uh, for halloween how the campaigns will go for uh, go for the any any other like the new year the new year so these are kind of marketing campaigns that you need to have. You can preset everything, but at the same time, you need to execute those campaigns on that specific time. So that's one thing that uh, we need to get stay in touch with the clients. And on the other thing, as I said, that in the sales funnel, there are the top of the funnel and there are middle of the funnel and the bottom of the funnel. So the top of the funnel is the biggest place. Most people come there fast, and to do that, we need to keep running advertising. So the best way and time sensitive way is to run Facebook ads, paid Facebook ads, paid Google ads, paid Instagram ads. So to run and maintain those ads at the same time, to run and maintain your sales funnel there are some works that need to be uh, done continuously, maybe five hours, 10 hours a month. But at the beginning, when you when you do everything, it is less effort to maintain the whole process.
1: So are you maintaining websites for your clients and stuff like that too? Is that, how you, yes. is, is that something that you do, right? You've designed it, yes. you're kind of maintaining it for them. And yes. then you're creating the sales funnels. You guys will get together and say, "Hey, this is what we're going to launch on this, this, and this." Is that what I'm yeah. understanding? Yes. And make it more dynamic. Now, you say that you work with coaches, but it sounds like this is this would work with any entrepreneur that is in a space, right? Whether they're yeah. like myself, whether you have a martial arts school, uh, a gym, a coaching business, all that, yeah. all that all that works the same correct
2: yes all the fundamentals of marketing are the same for all business why i only focused on coaches it just because as i said i am I, I do not have a huge capacity so it's the same if i take two coaches per month or one or two different kind of business per month but the benefit that i'm getting is in my messaging when i'm writing an email only focused on coaches. When I write, create a video only focused on coaches, they feel more personal with my content. So that way, instead of creating content for multiple type of people, for different niches, if I focus on only one niche, I can get uh, like better results. So that's the reason that I'm only focused on coaches. But as as you said, the, the system, And the process would work for every business. Maybe there will be some differences, but the core concept is same.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting to me. It's it's just how it kind of all interacts and how the sales funnel. Because, you know, I have a business. So when I'm listening to what you're having to say, I'm like, "Hmm, I don't know any of that. I don't know how (laughs) that all works. Even myself, right? (laughs) How the sales funnel works, how that all all that kind of stuff. Uh, the Google Ads, the Google Words, uh, you know how to how to even do it. I mean, most people don't even know how to do that stuff. And but you yeah. know, if you're not doing that stuff today, you're getting left. I'm telling you, you're getting left behind. Right.
2: And you know no, that's yeah. why
1: that's why I went looking. I went looking myself, but it didn't. I, I it, either a it wasn't a good fit or. It just, I, I'm not sure what, I'm not sure why it didn't, it didn't work out. You know what I mean? I spent, I spent quite a bit of money on Facebook ads and it just still didn't, it didn't re, I didn't get the results that, that it was that, you know, he was talking about by, by any means. I may have made him, I may have got enough people in to, to pay for what I had to do with him, but it's not that it wasn't such a, but I've I have other friends too that have hired but I mean, they're spending thousands and thousands of dollars a month. Like I'm talking about three, four thousand dollars a month to produce what they're doing. And I'm like, man, I don't know if that give and take that much money, give and take is worth what they're what they're getting. Right. You know, they so it's I don't know, it's, it's, it's just it's just one of those things. It's a, quite a unique niche and coaching that you're talking about. Uh, I guess when you say you you focus on coaching you're talking about life coaches and, and stuff of that sort. Correct. Those that are, are yes, doing uh,
2: coaches, life coaches. And even I, 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 I have a client who, who is a lawyer. She has a team of lawyers and, you know, lawyers are expensive in, 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 in USA. So for, for the type of people who don't want to afford a lawyer, who don't want to pay that much money to win their cases. They want to self-represent themselves. And those lawyers, my clients, has a course teaching how to self-represent yourself in court so you don't have to hire a lawyer. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) yeah, interesting, right? Interesting to have yeah. And I'm sure that does well because a lot of people can't afford to have an attorney, but they they could they'll pay for something to have some kind of knowledge on how to yeah. do it themselves. So that's yeah, that's super interesting. That's super interesting. So for what we've had, you know, we've had today. I mean, this hour has gone by quick as it is. Uh, Riyad, it's 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 intrigued me. I, I mean, I, I like this is why I enjoyed getting getting stuff like this on, you, you know, on my on my podcast because it educates me. You know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, I get to put you out to audience and this is going to go to quite a few coaches. And this is in in my niche, even though I have a martial arts niche, but I also have authors. I also have authors usually turn into some kind of uh, mentors and coaches. And, you know, most most of the time, like, you know, that's what I did. I wrote a book and I've often thought about having a coaching business because I just have a lot. You know, my. You know, I'm one of you know my my experience in life, and how to overcome adversity, and how to have the right mindset, and how to how to think like a champion. Because you know, I won world championships in in martial arts, you know, years and years ago. But it's not about what I won; it's about how I prepared. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how I prepared yeah. to uh, be a winner. How I made mistakes, and how I lost world championships uh, because of my mindset not being correct. And so I, you know, I was attracted to you when you talk about mindset because I'm all about it because the people told me I would never be successful in this. And I like you, you had this, you had this, you know, this was unique to me, right? You had this goal of a hundred coaches annually. Well, I had a goal of having 100 black belts underneath me that I would promote 100 black belts. And now today I've produced 700 black belts underneath wow. and the times that I've been in, in, in in my studio. So I remember I was a machinist. Uh, I, I, you know, I, that's what I did. I was a machinist and I used to have this stuff on my machine that said, you know, goals, 100 black belts. And at some point people will come to me for advice. I'm going to be successful enough that people are going to call me and follow me for advice in how to run a a school. And so in my, in my time, that's where I'm at. Now, if I had a coach properly, I had a mentor that definitely helped me with how to do my martial arts business. But if I had a coach kind of coach me on and coach me on and coach me on, I, I believe that uh, I could have even gone farther. Now, I, yeah, I and, no you know, that's why I think that people like yourself that are out there to try and help us do stuff that's automated, that's kind of working on the back end. When we're not working so we can focus in on what we do, which is customer service, uh, servicing the client and doing stuff like that, right. where it can take, you know, so you can make money. I mean, money is what makes everything go round and round, right? If I can't have yeah. the money here to pay them to do this and still have some profit, there's no reason for doing it, you know, at all.
2: Right? Yes, that's the point.
1: Right, so I, I get I get what you're doing. I think it's I think it's it, it's it's awesome. So I want to give you the last couple minutes before we go off air. And by the way, Riyadh, I want to make sure that we understand. Uh, all, everybody has been listening, and I will have this also in uh, audio format probably by the end of the day. Okay? okay. Okay. And so I have an AI also that's going to kind of get our best parts of our. You know, and and cut it down into minutes. Best parts of our our podcast today, what it it feels was the best impactful. I'll send a couple of those links that you can have for yourself, so you can share them out on your social media. You know, they're they're anywhere from thirty seconds to sixty seconds to to kind of promote yourself out there. I will also have this on audio podcasting, so people can listen to it. And even though you didn't have it, your audio and stuff was really good. So I just uh, I want to give you the last minute here to. Uh, you know talk to people that are looking for possibly what you do and and the mindset that you need to to build so i'm going to give the floor to you to take this last minute go ahead
2: okay so it's like i'm 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 saying about my uh, services and my business so i i help people who wants more time in their life to automate their business and uh, like Get more in less time and only focus on their uh, primary and key tasks, key focus like their family, their friends, their um, like they, they wanted to go on a vacation for a long time because, but this marketing things kept them like always occupied because marketing is a thing, self support is a thing that you need to always be active to provide your. Uh, clients, provide your customers. So in my business, I eliminate all those at the same time. I eliminate the technology issues because everyone is not a technology lover. And at the same time, it's kind of complicated. So in your business, if you can put the growth on automation, then, uh, you can easily have revenue in your business. At the same time, you can easily have time in your life. And I am helping with that. So my primary audiences are coaches, and I help coaches to with everything in 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 their marketing part and the automation part and the technology part from from graphic design branding to video editing to the funnel optimization to the marketing, everything. So like if you need, some help with that. If you feel frustrated with the marketing part, you have, a bu- you have a business, you built things, but you are not happy with the outcome and the results that you are getting in terms of clients, in terms of money revenue, then Skyrocket course will be a great solution for you.
1: Really good. It's really good. So Riyadh, how does somebody, if somebody's you know, listening to our show and saying, you know, that the, this sounds impactful. This is something that I want to do. How do they get a hold of you?
2: Yeah, so uh, skyrocketcoach.com is my website. So if somebody go to my website, they can have the contact method. At the same time, uh, they can come up, uh, they can search me on my Facebook, uh, which is rh.riyadh.1000. So after Facebook, if you put this username, you will find me, and you can send me a DM.
1: All right, I'm gonna write this on notes here as we're going. Skyrocket, Skyrocket Coach.
0: Yes. So sure
1: I that, right? Skyrocketcoach.com. Yes. Okay. So for everybody that's doing that, I just wrote that in the in the, in the comments for everybody. Uh, so. Uh, anybody that's on YouTube or my other Facebook channels, you guys can see that skyrocketcoach.com is how to get a hold of Riyadh. If this sounds like something that, uh, you, uh, that interests you, I, I encourage you to go reach out to him and, and, uh, have a talk with him. See if this is a, a fit for you. It has been a great hour, man. I've really enjoyed. Yeah. I've very, really a good education for me today. I really enjoyed that. So, Before we end, if you just stay online, I got a little bit of an outro, and then I'll talk to you off off camera just for a second, okay? So this this is our outro, and I'll be back with you in just a second, man. I really appreciate the hour with you today, Riyadh. Thank you so much.
2: I'm really thankful to you for giving me the opportunity.
0: Uh, You're welcome. Just hold on one second. You've been listening to Real Talk with Mark Cox. Real life, real topics, real conversation. We're passionate about motivation, fitness, self-defense, weight loss.